0: Up, welcome to another episode of Demo Listen. I'm Gray, I'm joined as always by my co host Nathan. We do a very simple podcast in which we listen to punk, hardcore, metal, and adjacent forms of music that people send into us. Typically, it's our first time hearing the releases in question, and we honestly react to whatever it is that we're hearing. Sometimes we like stuff, sometimes we don't but we're not striving to make objective value judgments, be uh, tastemakers or professional critics here. Just a couple dudes sitting in the basement, listening to hardcore punk metal and uh, all things that interest us, and sometimes things that don't interest uh, us at all, and uh, just being blowhards about it. Even if we really, really hate something eviscerated on the show, if you like it, it's all good. We're not trying to influence you here. We're just trying to put new stuff in front of you and encourage you to interact with it however you see fit. If you like stuff, buy records, go see bands format of the show is very simple as well. We have 10 bands in the queue every week. Everything is listener submitted. We roll some dice and randomly select usually between five and seven of them per episode to listen to. That's all there is to it. If you want to submit music to the show, it's demolistenpodcast at gmail.com. Just make sure the release is a year or less old from the time of submission. And that's it. That's all there is to it. It's, uh, it's a simple format. It's a simple premise. We're simple men with simple interests we like children's music that's what we talk about here on this show we do like children's music and speaking of which there was a very good show at the house that i book shows at last night the bug house uh, in fort wayne indiana public opinion and discourage uh both of those bands are on tour i'm not sure how much longer discourages tour is is going i know they have social media and stuff so you can check those dates out if that interests you very solid, capital H hardcore stuff. I was pretty impressed. Very solid live band. Not always the type of hardcore that I immediately gravitate to, but I watched the whole set, and I wasn't bummed about a second of it, so pretty pretty good, you know? Yeah. Uh, and public opinion, man, really, really fucking good band. Had them at the house. I don't know if it was last year or if it was earlier this year because my life has gotten to the point where the months and the years just blur together. Uh, but... Last time that they came through the house, they were good. This time, they were fucking great. They crushed. Uh, They got a new dude drumming for them. Everything is super, super fucking tight. Tones are dialed in. Everything sounded amazing. The songs are great already. The records are really good. And I think live, they fully deliver on the promise of the records. They're on Convulse, so you already know. Adam at Convulse uh, tends to curate very good stuff, so it's a given that this band is good. They are finishing up a run. I think they're on, like, the last week of a run with uh, Military Gun and MS Paint right now. Uh, so if that's coming anywhere close to you, I would definitely encourage you to go see that. I, I said as much when I posted about the show online, but that's uh, that's a lineup that if you don't go see now, you'll probably feel like an idiot for not going two years later. Because yeah. particularly, th- that that's a, a lineup of bands that um, – at least one of which, uh, maybe, may, if not all three, are probably going to be playing bigger venues at some point in the nearest future. Mm-hmm. And you're probably not going to have opportunities to see them in base, basements and DIY spaces for that much longer. Mm-hmm. So I would go. I would go do that. I can. I can foresee MS Paint becoming the biggest band in the subculture world within the next five years. So probably you should probably jump on that opportunity now. Uh, beyond that, I really got nothing. I got no notes or anything like that. I've been. Pretty immersed in uh, work stuff and booking shows and uh, and keeping my head down. So you know I don't have any interesting odd observations. My head is empty. Yeah, My head's fully empty this week.
1: Yeah, we uh, we went and saw the Yes cover band.
0: We did see the Yes cover band. Yes, it well, is. It's I a mean, scab, it's a Scab lineup of Yes. Basically,
1: but, but apparently you know Yes has never existed without a Scab lineup. That's that's the exactly current right. Lineup is the longest lineup.
0: Yeah, right. Which is wild to think about, right? right. Uh, so yeah, it's it's like. There's no quote unquote original members. However, the guitarist that is playing with them yeah, he he is the dude who basically created the yes sound that they became famous for. So we'll count that. Uh same with the keyboardist. I think he was on board for all of those very important records.
1: Uh Jeff Downs? Yeah. I don't think he came on that early. He came on in the seventies though, right? I think like eighty. Oh, he didn't come on until eighty. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. I think so. He. I. I was looking online just to make sure, but I don't think he came on that. Oh, early. Oh man, I thought he came in. I th- I thought he came on in like the mid seventies. No.
0: Okay. Okay. So, well, nonetheless, at least you got a guitarist. in the Buggles, though. Yeah, that's true. At least you get the guitarist that wrote all the hits, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, as we noted, surprisingly spry for a
1: seventy-five-year-old guy. Yeah, and uh, you know, by and large, it was a pretty good show. It was like I don't think I would have. Paid to go? I wouldn't have paid for it, but getting some free tickets for sure. Why not? Yeah. And uh, the the second half was better. Yeah, the second half was way better. The first half they played some tracks, but they played newer tracks and yeah. they played some tracks that you know, it was, well, whatever. But then the second half they came in and they played uh, they played close to the edge, yep. which was the whole 50th anniversary right. that they're torn on, and then they did some other stuff. But what I was thinking was, when we were watching it, um, it had been it's been a long time since I've gone to a concert to see a band yeah that isn't basically just trying to be sick as shit
0: I was just yeah I was going to say that's what you noted when we were there is like I haven't I haven't gone to a show where the goal the express goal is to not just see the sickest shit you right. know what I mean right. it's just to see like some dudes
1: just uh playing their trade Masters playing their, their art craft. yes exactly and, right and and playing music that you know Is is meant to sound good and be enjoyable,
0: right? But yes, the thing that I normally, my my thing that I normally get excited for is like you know booking the spy show and knowing that people were
1: gonna mosh with chains. You know what I mean? That's like, oh yeah, right. Right. And like, like, yeah, it's a different experience. It felt I felt really like I felt I felt kind of out of place. Sure, yeah. Like I was like, so I just sit here.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: And watch them play.
0: I would say it's an altogether different thing than
1: altogether. Like, and that, that's that that's what I came away with is is, you know, it it really it's been a very long time since I've been to a concert like that. Sure. And it's uh it really cemented in into me like how much different my interaction with music is yeah. than like at least the folks that were there to see yes. For sure. And uh, like most
0: of the folks that were there. I think it ties back into what I was talking about last week or the week before,
1: too, which is that hardcore is, is tough to capture on record. Yeah, and that's that got me thinking about that, too, because you can listen to a Yes album, High Fidelity, and it's like, yeah, it sounds just like the concert. And right. They were, I mean, l- playing those songs live was pretty much, you know, as you know, the songs on, on recording. Yeah. Maybe a little, you know, a, l- a little fret buzz here and there sure. something like that that you don't hear in a High Fidelity recording. Right, right yeah. But, like you know, pretty straight-up stand-up. They didn't fuck around. They didn't jam on the songs or anything like yeah. that. But um, there wasn't a lot of action, per se. Not a lot and of I'll action. I'll tell you what, people, people um, at the Yes show, mm-hmm. and I'm reminded of this every time I listen to, like, uh, a track off of Frampton Comes Alive, mm-hmm. they fucking love it when the guitar god breaks out the fuzz pedal. <laughs> yeah, of course, Or the dude. wah pedal or something. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, Steve Howe's up there like, hitting it and like noodling away and then people were like yeah and they start whistling yeah, and stuff for sure <laughs> yeah, dude. like that's as hot as the action got any anytime
0: like anytime a particular instrument is highlighted for a moment yeah people lose their people, minds yeah people go crazy for sure and uh whatever it was, a, it was a fine show it was a fine show all in all it was uh it was a nice departure in in the sense that there was there's no expectation on me at all, because also most of the shows that I attend are ones that I am playing or booking in some mm-hmm. way or involved in. So there's that. So it was nice to go with zero responsibility. There's nothing expected of right. me here. I'm just gonna sit and I'm gonna watch the show. Right. Uh, but beyond that, like you know, I I know you don't feel this way, but I'm still. Uh, the spirit sometimes still can compels me to throw a spin kick or two. And I'm old enough that, that, and my body is, is, is decaying enough that I feel it the next day when I, when I take that action. So it was nice to know, Hey, even best case scenario, I really have a good time with this and I get into it. You know, I'm not
1: jumping off of anything. I'm going to yeah. feel fine the next day. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, um, um, I think even in even even in my youth, yeah, I'm I've maybe thrown two spin kicks in my life. Sure, yeah, right, right. Not really, not really. Uh, not really what I'm good at. Sure. Yeah. 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 You know? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Your so, body's not built to spin, kick. It's not built to spin. Built to kick. bulldoze. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, occasionally I get I get a bug up my ass to do that, but not not that much anymore. And I like think I said, mostly it's it's out of common courtesy for other folks. Sure, yeah. A spin kick from you clears the room yeah. real quick. And yeah. and
0: probably puts someone in the hospital. Yeah. So, I can throw a spin kick and it'll it's just like a butterfly kiss.
1: Yeah. So, you know, whatever. Yes, was pretty good. It was, uh, it was a different, a different culture entirely. For sure. Um, a lot of little, little leather hats. <laughs> there were, there were at least three leather hats. Yeah, little trilbies. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of people in there, uh, gone out to step in rock and roll clothes. Oh yeah, yeah, Dude, a lot of tucked in
0: Rush shirts. Uh, Ru- uh Rush, was probably, I think the most common shirt. And then we saw the prototypical Prague rock guy.
1: Oh yeah. yeah. Dream theater dude. Yeah.
0: The dream theater guy. like.
1: Easily weighs no more than like 115 pounds. Probably, it's hard to t- it's hard to say because of the long, like the balding, long hair. But between 30 and 35, i was gonna say between 27 and 35. Yeah, yes. So balding,
0: long hair. Mm-hmm. Unstylish, just normal rectangular glasses mm-hmm. and the dream theater long sleeve that is just draping on his frail, mm-hmm. frail body. Mm-hmm. He was like the prototypical dream theater proc guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the only younger people that were at the show, for the most part, were either the children of the, the geriatrics right. or
1: they were like younger prog nerds. And what? Our, our suspicion was that there are more than a few uh, anime fans there. Yeah, a couple anime fans, for sure. With, amongst the younger crowd. Yeah, absolutely. Due yeah. to the uh, popularity of JoJo. Yes, exactly. Yes, the inclusion of Roundabout on, on JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yeah. yeah. So, all told, um, yes. Yes. Got it out of the way. Yeah. Don't need to do it again. No,
0: not at all. It, I I walked away from that experience um, feeling doubly assured in my in my need for, to interact with like punk and hardcore yeah. and metal yeah. you know I was just like yeah this is not this is not a retirement plan for me you no. know you know what I mean this is not I, I I there's no point in my life where I could just step into this world and that and this
1: becomes how it's I sati- interface it's, it's with satisfying music. like yeah, no. I couldn't even even though I was enjoying the music yeah I couldn't help but be a shit for sure yeah of course and like you know mockingly yeah you know slap my knees very hard during the applause yeah yeah yeah, and uh just kind of be an idiot yeah yeah for sure there's no way that we
0: can there's basically no way that we can go into a space that is not like our own space and just kind of um earnestly <laughs> enjoy it without some degree of mockery or scorn. Right. yeah which is maybe because we're shitty yeah. Shitty dudes, <laughs> yeah, probably,
1: <laughs> yeah, that's you know? probably a good portion. Of <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For yeah sure. That's probably a real good portion of
0: it. So. But yeah, but it all in all, pretty decent time for free and a trip down to southern Indiana, which if you've never been and you think of Indiana as one big cornfield, you're mostly right. But southern Indiana, particularly that area around Bloomington, very beautiful, very scenic, uh, topographically more interesting than anywhere else that you're going to you're going to hit in, in uh, Indiana. What, you 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 you, you uh,
1: would debate that
0: it's topographically more interesting than anywhere else in Indiana it's fine
1: like I said it, it it's it sort of reminds me of you sure. know like it's like a, it's like a model railroad version yes of, yeah exactly you know Pennsylvania or West Virginia for
0: sure like but that. I would say objectively the most interesting place that you're going to like geographically geographically that you're going to come across in Indiana certainly mm, no I think
1: farther south is probably a little more interesting. Like the the very southern tip like of it. Like in the karst section where you get limestone caves. Oh, true, true, like true. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. But anyway, it doesn't really redeem the Indiana. fact that like two-thirds of Indiana... No, it doesn't. ...is corn and soy.
0: That's true. But it was nice to get away. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's nice to get out of the cornfields. Uh, you got anything else or should we uh, just jump into it? No, let's get into it. Let's get these. Let's get this fucking show on the road. Okay. So uh, <clears throat> we have an evening. These come, you know, we this this happens every so often. We have an evening um, where the queue in our uh, supposedly hardcore punk-centered show may not actually contain any, <laughs> any hardcore this punk. This looks like a lot of death metal. This is <laughs> the we, we've we've slowly become the death metal and shoegaze show. Yeah. So first up, we have Congealed Putrescence with uh, within the ceaseless Merc. This is a band out of New Orleans, and it was sent to us by Levi, who lives down in New Orleans and plays in bands down there. You know, I was thinking about this when I came up, when this like came up uh, in in the submissions or whatever, and I was thinking about how common a word and how like, how in my world, in our world, putrescence is, and how a normal person has probably never come across the word putrescence once in their life, Right. whereas putrescence is just another
1: common vocab word. They never have to pronounce it
0: yeah yeah for sure this, they're never going to come across it but for me it's just you know
1: it's every day almost I weekly. Almost, <laughs> almost almost weekly i am saying something is something about putres yes for sure so this is uh, obviously some death metal stuff you can tell by
0: looking at it can tell by looking at the name then we have got aids not our buddy jeff's band aids but uh jeff i did i do think Either just put out or is about to put out a new AIDS release, which when okay. whenever that happens, we will, will definitely big up on the show.
1: Sick to hear, yeah, for sure.
0: Uh, but this is a different AIDS. Uh, it's on uh, Levitas and Muse, and uh, the uh, the release is called "The Road to Nuclear Holocaust." I don't know anything about this. It was sent in by Ryan, and Ryan always sends fucking cool shit in, and it's on a label that consistently puts cool shit out. Sure. Then we have got Knife Play with Animal Drowning. This was sent in by Joshua. Said that he's pretty sure that this will be right up my alley and you could go one of two ways on it. I think this is like some some like dream, dream poppy, shoegazy stuff. Then we've got Marigold King with Pillars to Unrelenting Suffering. This is a man out of Augusta, Georgia. Um, this was sent in by Alec who described this as some uh some like weirdo kind of techie death metal stuff but in the gore guts vein not in the cynic vein okay it looks fucking cool
1: oh w- by the way cynic yeah i don't think we mentioned it because it was last week uh uh-huh. tried to listen to focus again yeah made it about a minute and a half I th- in i think you did mention it last week
0: did I? yeah 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 we talked about it last okay. week yeah um this looks sick i really like the cover of this uh i the name is strange uh this would definitely it it, it piques my interest i, I kind of hope we land on this yeah. Then we've got winter with what kind of blue are you? This was sent in by Sean, uh, and this is some more, uh, some more like Dream Poppy shoegazy stuff. Looks like, um, yep, that's what it's tagged: Dream Pop Indie shoegaze, and they're from LA. Then we have got, oh, and he, I think he also said that uh, because you're a sucker for stuff like this that has, like, well, see, female I, I, vocals. That I was
1: just thinking, like, knife play did not look interesting to me because right, it was right, right. four bearded men with sure. haunted expressions. Right, but this, right?
0: yeah, he said, he, said he, he looks forward to hearing my opinion more than yours because he knows you'll immediately just be like, yeah, this is good. Uh, then we've got necessary death. They're back in the queue. Uh, they 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 bumped themselves in the queue because uh, the the dice did not favor them last time. Newbound out of Indiana, uh, South Bend, really good stuff. Like death, grindy shit. Uh, yeah, if we, I think I, I big upped it last time we came across this. This is really good, even if we don't get to it in the queue tonight. Check this out. Uh, then we've got fleshwater with we're not supposed to be loved or we're not here to be loved. This is a band out of Georgetown Massachusetts It was sent in by a couple people, uh, Joey and Jared. I've seen people posting this. Um, I think it is like I think this is also some like shoegazy alt rock stuff. It's been described as kind of akin to failure. I think I saw a clip of this on Instagram and it and it rung a little too close to
1: kind of like deaf tonesy stuff for me did. Was this in the queue before? This artwork looks that very familiar. Ooh, no, we haven't had this in the queue before. And this looks super familiar to me. I don't know. Maybe it showed up on a Spotify, yeah, or something it, or other.
0: Yeah, that that wouldn't that wouldn't be surprising. I think this has been getting a lot of play from a lot of people. Um, then we have got the Gauntlet with Dark Steel and Fire. This is a band. Uh, that, uh, as you can tell, plays some permutation of metal. It was sent in by Zach, who said he didn't even listen to it. He just saw the name and the artwork and said, yeah, I'll send this in. The I mean, artwork is... It's it. got to be good, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, it looks fucking awesome. So, uh, Then we have got Flesh Crusher with Demonic Possession, their uh, 2022 demo. This was sent in by AJ, who similarly said... Hadn't even listened to it at the time of submission, but the art was uh, was piquing his interest. And it's a band out of either Gothenburg or Gothenburg, Sweden, depending upon where you live and your proclivities. Um, also looks to be some like probably more like metal punk stuff. And then last up, we have Ecstasis with Paralyzing Impermanence. So this is I think it's this is like a long distance collaborative project. Um, this was sent in by the band, but Damien, who plays in like As Friends Rust and used to play in Culture and Morning Again and stuff. Um, he is singing for this and then it's dudes from some other bands. And then I think they have like. He's not on this recording, but I think like the drummer of like uh, of like dissection or something is playing on their new stuff now. <laughs> really which is a pretty pretty good git if you're playing yeah. death metal yeah, yeah. I, I read they did an interview with no echo and and it's it's somebody in that general world i, I think it's i think it's homeboy from dis- dissection mm. um so uh may yeah that that sounds correct or may no 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 it's uh it's a dude from uh dismember i want to say okay yeah yeah dude from dismember um so uh i listened to this and it's really fucking good it's really really good stuff um i was very pleasantly surprised by this. This is a uh, a form of death metal that nobody else is really trying right now that I'm aware of and they fucking nail it. So I kind of hope we land on this and uh, they do a Morgoth cover on this, which is cool and and absolutely cements their, their credentials, you know, not a a common band to cover, not a common band to cover, but Damien is like, he's like a Morgoth obsessed, uh, like, like he's like a fanatic and he's currently on a mission to collect like every cassette variant of every Morgoth release and is getting pretty close. Okay. Uh, so let's roll the dice and uh, see what's up first. Well, that's a 10. All right, cool. So we got Ecstasis. Um, let's listen to uh, the title track off of this. I think it's, I think it's the strongest track on this, um, and we like, we like listening to title tracks anyway. So we're going to listen to Paralyzing Impermanence off the, the EP of the same name by the band Extasis. We just heard paralyzing Permanence off of the ep of the same name by ecstasis
1: really really good yeah that was pretty good i was looking to see who else was in the band because this has a distinct like uh old school swedish death metal sound to it you know like you meant you know the drummer from dismember yeah um there's some like you know entombed left hand path stuff going on in there too for sure kept it moving kept it interesting yeah. good fucking riffs very good riffs. and uh damien's Damien's vocals are good on this. They're, like, real good. they're They're pretty much kind of a straightforward delivery mm-hmm. in that. But again, in sort of like that classic Swedish death metal way. For sure. You
0: know, it, it works really well. I would say also coming, starting at metalcore and ending up at actual metal and being this successful at it is I think what the kids call a glow up. He started playing fake metal ended up playing real metal <laughs> is that what they call it a glow up yeah glowing up you know like when you uh if you like they usually use it uh it's it can be a bri- applied broadly but like it started as like you know you were an ugly duckling and then you got hot and yeah. then it was like oh that's a glow up um and now how it, long
1: has that been around i
0: don't know a few years at least jesus yeah
1: you're I, you're out you're out, you're totally out of the loop i I, I, I yeah that's I, i'm fine yeah. that's fine. yeah for sure there's no need for you to be in the loop you right.
0: know it would be it's the older you get the the less you should be in the loop right yeah, but like yeah, that's just a stupid term. <laughs> well, this is a glow up, baby. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's really good, and I there's not really a lot of bands like doing this right now at all that I can think of. Certainly not popular bands like the, the style of de- the styles of death metal that are prevalent right now are not really this. Um, so I hope that this gets the love that it deserves because um, I think there's a ton of space for for shit of this type. To occupy like a more prominent position within it, death metal, it,
1: it kind of seems to make sense, especially with you know the the popularity now for you know years running of like thrash. Sure, yeah, this is this is really thrashy as well. Yeah, this is thrash derived death metal.
0: You know, yes, and like, which in their interview that's what they explicitly say. Like, we all have an affinity for that that moment in time when the lines between thrash and death metal were very blurred
1: and they are very, very much trying to play thrash indebted death metal. Right. Right. And um, yeah, I mean, it it just kind of makes sense that, you know, something like this would open up right alongside the uh, big thrash du jour band, you know, for sure.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this stuff rocks, man. And a really, really strong debut. I mean, for that to be like on your first, uh, your your introduction to the world, like that's that's very promising. And this is not. So this recording, I don't think, was done with homeboy no, from Dismember. it's Dave Williams. Yeah. So um, so yeah, this wasn't. This doesn't have the drummer from Dismember on it. So I'm stoked to. Sp- to hear what they do with that dude as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I said, that's about as big a get that you could <laughs> that you could hope to to grab if you're playing this type of death metal. So that's sick. I guess Damien just like sent it to dude and was just like, hey man, you know, we we obviously love Dismember and stuff. Hope you like this stuff. And then the dude was like yeah, I like it so much that I'll I'll be in the band. <laughs> and Damien was like, "Oh, okay, sick. Okay. That works." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's about best case scenario, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um so yeah, this rules. Uh the tapes, there's tapes available on Unspeakable Acts Records dot bandcamp.com. Mm-hmm. I am going to pick up a copy if there if there's still any available. And then there's a, a vinyl version coming soon on World Eater Records, which is hopefully not a single-sided 12-inch but a a 7-inch, which is the format this should be on. Um, I don't know. I don't know the details on that. But yeah. uh but if you like this, you you should buy it. Yeah. Um let's roll the dice, see what's up next. Eight. Okay. Eight is uh some more metal shit. The gauntlet with dark steel and fire. You can find this at eternal death um which is uh a black metal label based out of New England. And uh, they just have one song available for this right now, Beyond the Limits. Uh, But it looks like the entire record doesn't come out until January of next year. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I have no idea what to expect with this other than that it is clearly metal. And I love how the cover looks. Yeah,
1: the cover is pretty good. It doesn't look like it's taking itself too seriously, that's for sure. It certainly doesn't, no. So let's let's see
0: what the the gauntlet has to offer. We're going to listen to Beyond the Limits by The Gauntlet off of Dark Steel and Fire. We just heard the song "Beyond the Limits" off of "Dark Steel and Fire" by the band The Gauntlet.
1: I liked that quite a lot. Yeah, that was pretty good. Some pretty good rocking, sort of. You know, it's 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 sitting somewhere between just like traditional metal and rock and roll and black metal. Yeah, for you sure. Know? There's it's, a lot of
0: there's a lot of Hellhammer in there. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty good. I uh, I I was spending most of the uh, most of the song looking at the artwork uh-huh. and just pondering. So, usually, mm-hmm. what we see is when we see minions of hell depicted on, you know, metal artwork. Yeah, the minions at hell are riding in like concordance with the main protagonist, sure, of the album artwork, right? But here we have a um, a black knight, yeah, right, swinging a flail, uh-huh. riding like a Yamaha sport bike, sure into hell, ready to attack some of the minions of hell. So you're wondering where the battle lines are drawn. <laughs> yeah, there. like what's going on what, here? What factions are represented? Right, in yeah. The, you know, yeah.
0: Perhaps this is somebody vying for control of hell. Maybe he's trying to wrest the realms of hell from Satan himself. He might, but I think that his choice of uh,
1: chariots is ill-advised. Perhaps, I don't know, it's, it beats a horse. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'd rather have a good old hell horse than a motorcycle in hell. <laughs> I mean, if it's a demon
0: motorcycle, then we're, we're talking. I mean, that's an unaccounted for variable. We don't really know what a demon motorcycle can do. I know Spawn has ridden a demon motorcycle at various points during his uh, canonical history, and it's served him pretty well yeah you know so he's he's ridden his demon motorcycle in battle against the violator yeah so i think i, th- I think a, a, a demonic motorcycle could get, could get the job done but yeah this is good in the write-up below it, it kind of uh it intimates that it's uh, the style is difficult to describe in one word. But Stadium Bathory is in quotes. Stadium Bathory is a funny description and mm-hmm. not entirely wrong. You know, it is like, it, it, it is very much pulling from that era of metal, but it does have a little bit more of a, the production quality isn't higher, but it's maybe a little bit more intentionally um, triumphant and over the top. It's not like there's, there is a... Uh, there's like an anthemic quality about this that seems a little bit more intentional than anything that was coming out of that like first wave of black metal yeah uh, but it has a lot in common with it production wise riff wise uh, delivery wise but obviously it it takes itself as you mentioned when we saw the art not too terribly seriously but i think it straddles the line where well where it, it also doesn't feel like parody like it's a
1: it is a very good version of what it's doing yeah this kind of reminded me of like some of the south american stuff that we for sure. that we listened to that was in in in, in i guess a uh, similar intent yeah
2: for
0: sure man yeah this stuff was was sick i liked it a lot i don't really have that much else to say about it if if you like this style of music i mean it's this, a solo project i believe uh, oh okay cool yeah i mean and this plays it pretty close to the chest, you know what I mean? It's like it's it's not taking a whole lot of twists and turns, not taking a whole lot of risks, but it is accomplishing what it sets out to do very, very well. And uh, and I I pretty much always like this kind of stuff when it's uh, done to this this level of proficiency and quality.
1: Yeah, Ace oh, Megiddo. Okay,
0: yeah. When this comes out, when the whole record comes out, I will I will definitely listen to it and, and potentially pick up a copy of this because I I liked it quite a lot actually. So. I think
1: he's taking his name from. Uh it's spelled differently, but I think he's taking his name from, like, uh, Tel Megiddo. Oh, maybe. And some, like, archaeological digs. Tel Megiddo is also known as Armageddon mm-hmm. in Greece. Yeah, that could be that. Makes sense.
0: Yeah, that does make sense. Yeah.
1: All right, what's uh What's next? What's next? Um, Either some metal or some shoegaze. Either metal or shoegaze. We have two shoegaze bands and eight metal bands. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's four.
0: Okay, four, four is some more metal. This is this is marigold King this is Marigold King yes pillars to unrelenting suffering I was really interested to, to check this out just because of the description the name the the album artwork everything about it is is interesting to me
1: the artwork the artwork is hellish it is hellish in a way that I, I that I really like yeah like like the the artwork is actually like you know looking at the gauntlets artwork uh- uh-huh. hey if I'm gonna die yeah which I am yes that's not too bad sure right. This looks like a fucking nightmare. This looks like a fucking nightmare. This oh. kind of looks
0: like uh, it looks like it was generated by one of those AI like composite <laughs> programs. <laughs> yes, it does. Does and it? and that art is hellish to me. Yeah, for this, sure.
1: Th- this definitely looks like it does look like it's AI generated. It's like, it's like, it's like. Butter maggot nuns. Yeah, 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 dude. It's it's really pretty
0: grotesque. Yeah. In a way that doesn't immediately hit you when you look at it. And then when you look at it closer, you're like, damn, this is gross. I man. do not if I, if I gotta go to hell, yeah,
1: I'm gonna start praying to Jesus right now. Yeah, for sure. I don't want that.
0: No, not no not one bit. This looks like a fucking Absolute bummer. Um, so they've got a title track. It's the last song on here. We can listen to that. We can also listen to the opening track. There's like a little variance in, in run times on the songs, but not a ton. And I don't think we well, had a song second trap. Ra- no. Yeah. Yeah. That seems like an interlude. Let's hit it right in the middle. Okay. You just want to listen to the, 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 the third song. Yeah. Here? Okay. So we're going to listen to uh, Operation Enduring Interference by Marigold King off of Pillars to Unrelenting Suffering. <laughs> We just heard the song operation enduring interference off of pillars to unrelenting suffering by marigold king how'd you like that
1: uh that was unlike anything i've heard in a long time yeah for sure that I, I'm, I'm gonna buy that that yeah. that was really fucking good yeah that was that was just as fucking nightmarish as the as the artwork yeah absolutely man it, it was it was it was like it, it it was like okay, so it's person who submitted said like gore Guts. yeah okay fine so it was like you know some maybe some of your more technical like classic death metal sure also playing at the same time as a portal record absolutely yes for sure <laughs> you yeah, know it was I like know. it was like an overlay of, of of two different things playing at the same time yeah I
0: I the the comparison to portal cannot be avoided here for sure um, I'm glad you mentioned that because I, I was going to bring that up too. Yeah, this is nightmarish. This is an in, impenetrable din. This is a style of death metal that no matter how in vogue uh, white Nike sneakers and black skinny jeans and mm. XL t-shirts are mm-hmm. at any given moment, this is not in vogue. Right. Ever. <laughs> ever. No, <laughs> Nor no. should it be. <laughs> like, Yeah, th- this is uh, this is definitely not for beginners. It's not for beginners. This is almost for no living man. <laughs> you know what I mean,
1: I feel like I had a coworker, I don't know, this past year, like ask me, her son is coming of age, so to speak. Right? Yeah. And, and, uh, ask me, you know, Hey, you know, what are some, he wants, he, he likes some heavy metal and stuff. What are some things that you might recommend? Yeah. And I, I, I demurred. Sure. Right. Yeah. I just of course. Kind of well, yeah. You, know, you know, check out, you know, this. Yeah. Right. And, but like, you know really 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 you know just check out some classics yeah right? sure just entry-level stuff i should have said listen to this yeah yeah for sure if only we could turn back, back the clock tell him to listen to this
0: because this this separates the wheat from the chaff if he can hang with this then oh, he's you, meant for it you,
1: you are not hanging with this as a 12 year old boy uh yeah probably not if there's one thing this is not yeah this is not music for 12 year old boys no no <laughs> that's true
0: I will I will say every once in a while when I was 13 I became obsessed with uh psychic powerless another man's sack by butthole surfers which is um which is a, is room clearing music in a different way is this I I would I would venture a guess and say maybe 13 to 14 year old me could have rocked with this but this is certainly, but largely not for twelve-year-old boys at all. I,
1: I, I remember the first time that I like heard the thing that should not be. Uh huh. It has like, spooked you. <laughs> I, I was like. Hmm. <laughs> hmm, I think this is what my my grandma was warning me. About. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. For sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, well uh, you
0: you talked about you so you came up in like the satanic panic era. And yeah. I, yeah. I was by the time I was coming of age, that was pretty much gone. We had moved on to video games
1: no, and, and like, guns in schools. Like I, I can remember like, you know, walking around, I'd picked up like, you know, some some, some tapes and I'd picked up, you know, like some AC D C and some other stuff and, and and amongst them was uh you know, amongst them was Master of Puppets because mm-hmm. you know that's a cool record sure. that kids at school were wearing the fucking shirts for. Right? Yeah. Right. And uh, so I was, you know, delivering papers. Yeah. Right. And the thing that you should not be, I'm like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> this is pretty intense. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I don't know. See, this is this is the type of music that that rightly should uh, in, evoke panic it, in so, normal in normal know, people, you know. And, and to get back, like the artwork, the more you look at the the artwork for at least the merit because this is a split release yeah with um another band swamp worm uh-huh and so this is a split lp uh i think you get probably five songs from each band mm-hmm. and and like and honestly as much as i like this yeah you know like an entire portal record you really gotta be in a mood to listen the whole thing for sure yeah. Portal so to, to me like i don't to me portal is not a is not a band that i'm just gonna listen to a track from yeah of course yeah um like, you might be hard-pressed to make it through 10, 11 songs of this. Yeah, absolutely. Like you I know? said, unless you're really in the mood to right, hear this. Right, right. But, like, looking at the artwork, and you said it, it looks like AI-generated, and it does. Yeah. It looks like some AI-generated nightmare shit. This music sounds like AI-generated <laughs> <Yeah>. nightmare shit. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, this is, this is like, I, I'm glad
0: that you don't stumble ac- across stuff like this every day because it makes it feel a little bit more special when you do. Uh, but this is like, this is the type of stuff that I wish were kind of like put forward in, in, in death metal and like subculture to really scare, scare away the outsiders. You know what I mean? Like, Hey, this is what all of it sounds like. Don't bother. Well, well you know see, what I that, mean? That,
1: that was my point. Like, like, here you go. Tell your son to listen to Marigold. Right, She's like, oh, you know, oh, yeah. I like Marigold's. like, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You'll love this. Like, you could play ecstasis for somebody who's maybe passingly into heavy metal, and they're oh, like, oh, there's it, riffs it, there's in riffs. This. There's beef, you know? there,
1: there's there's some beef you could chew on with that song. Right, exactly. With this, there's nothing to nod your head. It's to. just it's just it's just shards of like. It's shards of sand just disintegrating. It's like it's like seeing a delicious meal and it turns to ash in your mouth. Right. When yeah. You eat it. Yeah.
0: Right. Yes. Yeah. So it turns to maggots as you pick up the bread. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. No. This is great, man. I I I really fucking love this. The the more I think about it, the more I like it. The more I look at the record cover, the more I like yeah, it. Yeah. This was really good. I'm glad it lived up to to, to the expectations that the album art immediately. Put in my brain when I saw it because I was like, man, I really want to like
1: whatever this is because yes. this
0: looks fucking cool. Yes. And uh, yeah, it's fucking rules, man. I, I love this. This Apparently, is really cool.
1: This this is a new label. I'm not familiar with this label, yeah, Total no, me Dissonance either. Warship. It started um, amidst the great pandemic of 2020. Okay. It was launched as a vessel for forward thinking, outside of the box, extreme metal, capital E, capital M, okay. of the past, present, and future. There you go. I think this uh, this
0: sticks close to that uh, mission statement. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's roll the dice. Whatever we get, um, I would say it's a high bar to clear, but it's just uh, this is just in a
1: different dimension. We're gonna go back to Earth for the next. Yeah, I, one, I right? don't know if I don't know if I'm gonna hear death metal that I like more than this tonight. Probably not. Almost certainly not um so maybe we land on some shoegaze yeah who knows six all right we we did get some
0: shoegaze e stuff i think although i think i i have some preconceptions about this this is a uh, fleshwater uh, you can find this at fleshwater.bandcamp.com the record is we're not here to be loved just because i've seen people talking about this and i've seen a few people being like yeah it's like a seven out of ten you know and other people being like oh this is really good but already i've had like the Deftones comparison made like i've seen it made and i heard maybe a track like um excerpt from a track of this like on from this on the instagram and uh and yeah it was like i think this may be like it's not like twizzy new medley or anything like that and i don't think it's as egregious as whatever that bullshit that we heard on uh 20 Bucks spin was last mm-hmm. week mm-hmm. but uh i get a feeling i get the feeling that it like it may be it may be more in that vein than, than works for me. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Joey, who sent this in said that kiss the ladder is probably his favorite song on the record, but that it's like just over a minute long and maybe is not super representational. And so that we should probably (laughs) listen to the song enjoy instead. Okay. So we're going to hear enjoy by fleshwater off of their LP. We're not here to be loved. Well, there you go. (laughs) Okay. So we just heard Enjoy by Fleshwater off of We're Not Here to Be Loved. Yeah, I mean, I, we we kind of covered this last week, didn't we? We really bleed. did. We <laughs> really know? did.
1: This is this is the closed casket trying to ooch in on twenty bucks spins. Fucking oh, just s- closed
0: casket putting this out. Yeah, okay.
1: stranglehold on uh, the new new metal <laughs> renaissance, dude. As soon as this
0: opened with that jump the fuck up riff, I was like, oh man. I tell you
1: what, why don't you listen for fresh water in your next fucking uh, United fresh water, Fleshwater, yes. the United States Navy recruitment commercial. <laughs> dude for real this sounds like something that
0: would play over like uh like an MLB like promo video from 1999 that's trying yeah. to like really sell you that baseballs like hyper extreme yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. i mean this god, is like god fucking damn it. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Um, Yeah, this is NFL Blitz soundtrack music. Why are are people so gullible?
1: (laughs) I don't know. Who sent this
0: in? A couple people sent this in. Uh, This kid Joey and then this kid Jerry. Why
1: are you so stupid? (laughs) Why are you so
0: fucking stupid? To to be fair, Joey only gave it a 7 out of 10. (laughs) Um, Yeah, dude. We're being tricked again. (laughs) Yes, I know, dude. That's exactly what's happening. We're being tricked. So this is a side project of members of the band Vane, which if you've heard the band vein makes a lot of sense they are a a heavier mm, hardcore adjacent band i guess that 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 toys around with uh new metal and like twizzy shit and like electronics and stuff like that that's that's very of the big pants era as i said last week man i i've never understood the fascination with deftones again to to to, to use a, a term that the, the, the youth employ. I've always thought Deftones was, uh, was very mid, very mid indeed, uh, not, not a band to be emulated, a band that if they come on, I range from, yeah, this is pretty all right, to man, this really fucking sucks Um, never have I listened to that band and been like, yeah, dude, this is it. So the current infatuation
1: with Deftones escapes me entirely. Turn on any fucking rock station across the United States. Uh Uh-huh. Right? Here in Fort Wayne, ninety eight nine the bear. Sure. You're gonna hear a trapped song. yeah, right. that you're gonna make fun of because it's so fucking shitty. Yeah, and then your stupid ass is gonna turn <laughs> this on. Right. This this has like this has the trappings of subculture
0: about it, but like, man, this this is just it. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I don't want to rehash everything that we said with bleed, but I guess it fucking bears repeating. <laughs> like it's just that this is not an era of music that deserves reminiscence recreation head nods from subculture it just it wasn't subculture at the time that it existed no it wasn't it wasn't and it's and it's being retroactively like you guys are doing fucking chaos magic to make this part of the subculture canon and i'm fucking tired of it right. stop willing this right. to be right it, it should it should not be remembered it's like it. It was fine in its time and place. If you were it eleven, it wasn't fine in its well, time and it, place. It wasn't, but I'm saying like if you were eleven and you had an affinity
1: for it, whatever. They were just talking. Uh, I was listening to a, a radio story on NPR over the weekend. I wasn't listening to it, but like you know, um, it was it was on. And I was dipping in and out while I was paying attention, and they were talking about the um, uh, the preservation of data uh-huh. on physical format versus digital format. Sure. And there's like this, there's this blank spot mm-hmm. where when we shifted from like CDs and and tapes and records and like MP3s really blew up in the early aughts, and you had like all these bands on MySpace and stuff, and like MySpace servers got deleted. Yeah, yeah. Well, a, I mean, so much music. And a was bunch lost. of music was lost. Yeah, sure this is what was fucking deleted. Who gives a shit? Right.
0: Yeah, Yeah. leave this in the fucking dustbin of history. Right. Let this be relegated to the lost digital files If you ask me, not enough was
1: fucking deleted. Indeed.
0: Yeah, because evidently we still have a collective memory of it. Yes. Um, We have a
1: collective memory of it because people's parents, the people making this music now, Uh they're parents. Yes, exactly. Oh, I love your new band. Sure. It's nice. You're not doing all that yelling and screaming. this (laughs) This reminds me of the stuff my friends and I used to listen to at parties <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So look,
0: I, I, to to give this its roses, if you like this stuff, this is a really good example of it. I just can't imagine being grown and caring about this. If you like this, whatever, like I said, I think a really, really, it's very capably written. It's performed, uh, written and recorded well, right? Like if this is your shit, all good. This is probably a very good example
1: of it, but it, it's not,
0: it's not my shit. So <laughs> oh, this
1: is uh, instruments for. Rec- yeah, Kurt Ballou recorded some yeah, of this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kurt Ballou did some of this, yeah. Or most of it, actually.
0: Uh, yeah, okay. Instruments. Okay, yeah, yeah. So he recorded all the instruments and then he mixed it. I
1: yeah, think. it was recorded yeah. well. Yeah. But fuck
0: off. Recorded, written, performed well. But uh, yeah,
1: don't don't need this, don't want it.
0: No, <laughs> not for me. No, <laughs> not for me. This uh, is what I
1: would have told a twelve-year-old kid to listen to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. This Dude, is this is twelve-year-old kid is music, music for twelve yes, years. Yes, exactly. Yeah, for sure. A perfect juxtaposition to what we heard just before this. Like, <laughs> the, actually, yes. This is this couldn't be a better juxtaposition to what
1: we just heard, right? This is twelve-year-old boy music. Fucking horseshit! <laughs> what a goddamn miserable time to be alive. I got to relive all this shit. <laughs> again <laughs> yeah, too. like yeah. as if it ne- like it this is the whole reason i don't even listen to the fucking radio right yeah exactly all right let's, well that and, you know everything else and everything else race. yeah for sure <laughs> all
0: right let's uh let's roll the dice let's see if we can do a little bit be- uh, a little better next time everybody can do a little better <laughs> yeah i think so too five all right five is necessary death this will be a nice palate cleanser i think um okay let's see what song to listen to here they're all good they're all short um this is just a self-titled ep you can find it at necessarydeath.bandcamp.com they've got depleted future the first song queued up to play Th- they're all pretty good you no, know let's just listen to that. they all sound pretty much the same you know they're, they're doing a simple thing here uh, so we're going to listen to depleted future by necessary death off their self-titled ep
2: Some form of I am Arthur. I have obstructed justice. I could stand in the middle of Fifth
1: Avenue and shoot somebody, and I wouldn't lose any votes. Oh, I'm not
0: Just heard "Depleted Future" by Necessary Death off of their debut self-titled EP. Like I said, a very good palate cleanser. Yeah, I'm really psyched that this is from Indiana. Yeah,
1: this Only, is good. I, I
0: like this. I like this quite a bit. I, I I hit them up about getting them on a show at the Bug House, and I, they respectably said, we'd like to have more than five songs before we play some shows. Very good. <laughs> very good indeed. Um, so I'm hoping to throw them on something that I've got coming up in February that I just booked that I think that they would be a very good fit for. So I'm going to hit him up about it uh, probably tonight or tomorrow. Cause I would really like to see this live. Nick has played in some other bands. He played in uh, forced out that I had at the house a couple times. times. Um, and I think this is like him doing what he, he kind of wishes that he could have done with like that other project, which was fast for sure, but leaned a little bit more hardcore. This is straight up like crusty death grind stuff yeah it's really well done really well recorded all the tones are dialed in for this style i don't think it gets a whole lot better than this
1: i mean this this fucking nails it no this was super solid i like this a lot I, I will be i i'm happy that they're actually planning on writing more than five songs for sure yes same same here they uh yeah they
0: they said they're already working on new stuff and getting stuff finished up and uh and recorded and whatnot uh so yeah i'm psyched on this man this is uh I think indiana uh there's a lot of really good stuff going on in, in indianapolis right now there's more bands coming up in fort wayne and the surrounding area this is out of south bend which you know our buddy chris has played in like grind bands from up in that area for many many years uh, i'm just psyched that there's like cool shit coming out of indiana in an area like in a, in a general area close enough that i can book that stuff here and that there seems to be kind of significant overlap and stuff that's popping up in like suburbs and farm communities and college towns again for what seems like the first time in great number in a long time and uh, and a lot of it is like actually of quality, even stuff that isn't necessarily to my taste a lot of stuff that's popping up locally I'm like, yeah, this is objectively good at what it does and uh, this is objectively good at what it does and is also to my taste yeah so. yeah this, this this was definitely dope. I was looking
1: at the lyrics here yeah <laughs> boomer extinction imminent overdue our future depleted squandered gone thanks for nothing good riddance indeed <laughs> Like boomer is sort of a catch-all term anymore. Sure. It, yeah. it, it like like uh, you know basically I think anybody that is over the age of like thirty. <laughs> yeah. Right. 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 Yes. For sure. Is sort of lumped into boomers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? yeah. For sure. Right. But I I wonder like when when the last time there was such just sort of like general resentment towards i don't <laughs> know towards if, previous generation i don't know if we've had that moment before i mean i have to imagine during the 60s sure, there yeah. was like you oh, know fuck you old oh, man that sort yeah, of thing you yeah, know what of i mean course, yeah. but just like 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 general existential resentment yeah like everybody at this point is like can't wait for these fucks to die <laughs> i don't want my dad to die right yeah i know i love him to death yeah yeah same, yeah, same. right <laughs> yeah and then, but like we all know boomers we don't want to die for sure but we all want them to
0: die, right? Yeah, we're we're ready for them to a very, a very le- at the very least, um, exit the but, halls of power. But, but
1: the thing, yeah, the thing is, it's like it's not going to fix anything. No,
0: no, no, absolutely not. Right? The next generation under them has been groomed to take over and pick up the reins and right? just pick up where they left it's off. A, it's
1: like it's like it's like putting McVeigh. You know, when you when you when you killed Timothy McVeigh, yeah, didn't bring all those poor bastards from Oklahoma City <laughs> back to life. <laughs> no, it
0: sure didn't. Right? <laughs> yeah. Right. No. So you
1: got to do what, You, you know. I guess you gotta do more than just decry the boomers, man. Yeah, for sure. But you hey. gotta uh you gotta uh I don't know, pull yourself up by your bootstraps and get a job, you fucking <laughs> bum. That's right. <laughs> the bum's always the lose. The bums always lose. Uh, yeah.
0: Really good stuff. Stoked that this is a band. Hope that it sticks around for a while. Um please, 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 dear God, don't don't fall victim to the the horrible Indiana curse of being a really good band that puts something out and then doesn't exist six months later. (laughs) Please stick around for a few years at least for the love of Christ, please, please, please. (laughs) I was dude, I was going through recently because I thought like I would really like to do like a like an Indiana punk metal, hardcore mixtape that kind of collects past stuff. And I was going through like Indianapolis stuff specifically and how many good bands from there that were like a demo. Yeah. And then it was gone. I'm looking at you, Stinson Brothers. Right. So, so many good bands and band names I squandered on squandered. one demo that I'm like, God, this ribs. Right. They played one show and then they were fucking. Right. They got a fist fight with each other, and broke up or right. whatever. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. It's a horrible thing that well, happens. Well, I so. think
1: all those names are up for up for take. They're up for
0: grabs now for sure. For yeah. sure. We're gonna start. We're gonna start CC Murder Dogs number two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Let's uh, Let's roll the dice. At, uh, yeah. Let's roll the dice like at least one more time. We got a few messages to get through, but
1: all I want right. to hear some more music three i need a double palate cleanser after uh flesh water <laughs> flesh water really i mean i'm glad that we bookended that yeah 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 same so i can it's gonna help me forget yeah
0: same okay so this is well this is one that was predicted to probably be right up my alley but maybe not yours this is knife play you can find this at knifeplayforever.bandcamp.com the release is animal drowning and uh they're they're based out of philly they also play, uh, some, some permutation of, uh, like shoegazy alt rock stuff, but I'm, I'm hoping it's a little truer and a little less jump the fuck up twizzy mallcore wallet chain than the Fleshwater stuff that we heard.
1: Was that, was that even shoegaze?
0: No, no, certainly not, not at all. No, it's just, it's, it, it's pulling from like the atmospheric influence and like the big, the big chords of shoegaze stuff. But you know, it's, it's, it is definitively not that, um, so let me let me double check real quick and make sure that uh that there wasn't a specific track recommended to me on this okay so the song that was recommended to us is the song bleed so we'll uh, we'll go with that one so we're gonna listen to bleed by the band knife play off of their lp animal drowning bleed. Okay, so we just heard the song Bleed by the band Knife Play off of Animal Drowning. Yeah, uh, so Joshua, who sent this in, very correctly predicted that, that uh, I, I rock with this. I like music like this in general. I'm a fucking slowcore, a 90s slowcore fanatic. I fucking love Seam. I love Low. Um, I love Codeine. I love all of that stuff that this is definitely pulling from. There were even some guitar leads in here that kind of reminded me of like Mercury Rev, overall it didn't have a mercury rev vibe vibe but like some of the guitar leads particularly the fuzzier leads on this reminded me of some of my favorite mercury rev material yeah it's right up my alley i i put out a record a couple years ago that is kinda in this lane not as good as this i I will say but definitely in the same general wheelhouse inspired
1: by a lot of the same
0: stuff i am curious to hear what you thought about this name
1: this was fine i have nothing bad to say about this at all i like this just fine yeah I almost never want to listen to something this uh I it's rare that I'm gonna listen to a whole album of something like this. It it's kind it's
0: I will say for me it is increasingly rare too. I, I really I barely I've talked about this on the show before, I barely even go back and, and revisit the classics of this stuff that I love just because again i i think the way i phrased it on the show before and this this i'm sure this is just the the stage that i'm in right now as i like feel my age and my and and to sort of death encroaches upon me more and more uh i just i feel like an urgent need to like be vital and to remain vital and to like keep it pushing forward and to stay energetic and to consume things that energize me and to not fall into like Melancholy and reminiscing and, uh, and like ponderance. Right. And this stuff puts me in that, that zone. Yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. You know? So, like, so, you know, and, and, and reading through the lyrics too, like, like I, I like the, I always like a little, a, a little hint, a little hint of bitterness. Sure. Say. And shit like this. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, it, 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 it's even rarer that I want to listen to something like this that's saccharine sweet. For, yeah, agreed. For sure. Um, but like, yeah, it just, a track here, a track there. Yeah. Um, usually not a whole album if it's a whole album like this, just because, yeah, like I'm just not in that reflective mood ever. For
0: sure. I hey. know why,
1: because I got all my reflecting out I, of it. I way. know. That's what I said. I it's did so much reflecting. Way. I know how
0: I feel about everything. Right. I haven't had a new idea about a topic. No. And God knows no. how long. I know dude. who I am. I know
1: what I fucking like. I know yeah. why I fucking like it. Right. Nothing ever makes me feel anything. <laughs> right. The only thing that makes me feel anything yes. is like pondering... The mystical swirling torment of the beyond <laughs> sure and you know what puts me there tonight, yeah, marigold <laughs> yeah indeed, and yes,
0: yes, indeed, yeah, the uh, the marigold king stuff definitely put me in that zone, but yeah, this is something I'll, I'll put on like we get like the first really nice nighttime snow of the season, and I can go out for a little 30 minute walk or something after the rest of the world's asleep, put on something like this, look about, enjoy it, you know No, nah, see I put on emperor. <laughs> well that's sections. good that's good too for sure yeah you know yeah but i like a gentle snow and a gentle soundtrack to accompany it, accompany it here and there i yeah I, I mean i loved this for sure it's just one of those things where like i don't i don't know that i'll spend time with this lp just because this i'm this is not the uh this is not the stage of my life that i'm in right now yeah. but i really liked it it was really fucking good and i'm sure that i will i'll probably listen to this lp at least once in the coming months as the winter encroaches upon us i'll probably have a day where i dick
1: around doing nothing and i listen yeah. to some music like I, this i don't even want to be in like i don't like i can okay i can see myself like in college uh-huh but like all right there's a mood being set with this let's yeah. see where this goes sure right 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 now yeah if i'm in a social situation and this is playing uh uh-huh. Fuck this! I'm yeah. getting the oh, fuck out, pff, dude. No, what the fuck? We gonna sit around here and fucking cry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so, <laughs> certainly not, dude.
0: No, there's no social setting in which I'm listening to music like this at all. I ain't making out with you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're in a French kiss. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I've never been a I've never been an, uh, a music accompanying uh, love kind of no! guy. Anyway, I always uh, am like, turn this off. What are you fucking high? Yeah. <laughs> what do you? know? we're not in a movie. No. get this out of here <laughs> yeah. yeah no i'm not i'm not with that shit. yeah um but yeah i i liked this a lot this was the this was great this was really really fucking good I, I will for sure check out the rest of this lp at some point in the coming months on the on the one day of 365 that i'm like in the mood to to really consume this kind of stuff um i i liked it a lot for sure uh so let's uh let's listen to some messages let's hear the inane ramblings of our listeners okay <laughs> okay not a single hardcore band tonight. No, not a one. Not a one. Not a one. Not, not a even, one. Not not even, even a punk few. Band. There's, been,
1: there's been some good hardcore releases. This oh,
0: week. for sure. Absolutely.
3: Hey, you fucks. As a
4: uh, resident vapor here, uh, you know, the fuck. Anyway, I uh, saw a local stand up years ago, and the dude's last joke was. I'm going to do my impersonation of the 94 Chicago Bulls. The whole show, he's doing this, his stick of, like, his shirt's on button. He's looking like a fucking slob, and he's, like, vaping while people are laughing and shit. So he puts on that Alan Parsons tune, turns around, takes a huge fucking grip, and then turns around and starts blowing the shit out of his nose. And I think that's probably the coolest you can look while vaping um yeah you know i it's a nasty habit just give me my fruity nicotine and don't fucking talk to me that's all i fucking ask you know fuck off i know i look stupid
0: there you go a little self-awareness from tim yeah we appreciate it yeah that is probably the
1: coolest you can look vaping it's not saying much for vaping you know well you know what though At least you're not smoking cigarettes. At least you're not smoking cigarettes. Nobody knows if vaping's gonna kill you. That's true. At least at least
0: that's that's an unknown quantity still. Right. Right. Yeah. We're pretty sure it probably will. Pretty sure. Pretty sure. It's probably fucking you up some way or another. Somehow. It's, not, it's certainly not good for you. Right. It's not increasing your lifespan. At, <laughs> at best, you're breaking even with vaping. No. At best. And that's an unlikely scenario. Right. Usually, if you're breathing shit into your lungs on a regular basis, something bad is happening.
1: I can't think of a single scenario where you're constantly breathing in something other than fresh air into your lungs, mm-hmm. and uh, you come out for the better. Even
0: just the normal city air we breathe right. does damage to us. Right. So if you're compounding that with some unknown mixture right. of chemicals, probably bad.
1: Miners, nope. No way. They had a bad time. Smokers, absolutely not. Definitely not. People that work in factories I was gonna with say, solvents and sure. stuff. Yeah, absolutely. They no. all got mesothelioma. No. Firefighters, uh-huh. Yeah,
0: yeah, dude. The human lung is not as... as uh, as, like, rigorous a fucking... <laughs> have you ever seen human lungs? Well, oh, yeah, yeah lungs, Actual lungs? Yeah, of course. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fresh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, like a museum or something of that
1: nature, you know what I mean? Or no, like I a, mean, like, fresh, in your hand, there they are.
0: Oh, no, no. I've seen, but I, I have seen, like, preserved human lungs. No,
1: fresh, it's a whole different thing. Okay. It's, I've um, seen
0: pictures and videos,
1: but... They are surprisingly, um, they, they are surprisingly fragile.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say they're not as robust an organ as you would hope. The thing that filters out all the I,
1: I, I, like I've seen, I've seen all of the organs in uh, in the mammalian body fresh, uh-huh. and um, I would have to say that the lungs um, are the brain's also pretty fragile. Sure, um, the lungs and the, the lungs and the brain are kind of neck and neck when it comes to structural integrity.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure, they're they're frighteningly. They're flight, frighteningly close to the precipice of having something real bad go wrong with them at any given moment, I feel like. Give them a good shake. For sure, <laughs> yeah. Give them a good shake in your thoughts, really. I mean, that's it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, let's let's uh, let's hear the next one.
4: Hey, Gregory. Hey,
3: Nathan. It's Jared calling. Uh, I came to say that I didn't actually go to Berklee College of Music. I, didn't actually, I don't actually know how to spell Berklee. I had to look
4: it up. Uh, I don't like that song, really. I, I heard it in the background of a Wawa Hoagie Fest commercial, and I said, "Hey, how about I try and bamboozle the boys over at Demo Listen and send them this Daisy track?" So I sent it in, and I bamboozled you, Gray. I bamboozled you, Nathan. You didn't fall for it. Fuck AJ.
1: <laughs> Good call. <laughs> Damn,
0: I was. I, I, they got me. They got me again. Uh, I don't know if you really bamboozled me because I would have li- <laughs> I would have liked that I already liked Daisy and I liked james and i, I would have liked that anyway but uh so you didn't you didn't quite pull the wool over my eyes but uh but you did bamboozle me in the sense that I thought maybe you had some serious credentials but this week I'm pretty sure this was uh, this individual was one of the two people that sent in the fleshwater stuff so either that was another t- attempt mm-hmm. to bamboozle us or it's further evidence for the fact that you in- d- indeed did not attend Berkeley College of Music mm. because uh that shit fucking sucked, though. Mm. Um, but yeah, you bamboo, you didn't get you. I don't know. They're playing that in Wawa. I, I highly
1: doubt that. I, I highly doubt that they were playing that in the Wawa. I don't know. They, if they're playing, if they're playing that, and they're playing the uh, what the fuck? I'm already trying to shit it out of my head. Flesh, flesh water, flesh water. Yeah, mm. they did, dude. They played
0: uh, Turnstile last night on the local Fort Wayne uh, alternative station.
2: Mm.
1: See, the last time I was in the sheets, uh-huh. pavement. Oh, that's, there's no way! Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Sheets is the superior franchise. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Last
0: time I was in Sheets, it was pavement. Well, there you go. That's not so bad at all. And I can get beyond burgers at Sheets, so they got my heart. All right, let's listen to uh, let's listen to one from Tyler Hammer.
4: Hey guys, Tyler Hammer here. Um, hope maybe if someone has uh, recommended to you, I'd be surprised if someone hasn't. But the Cynic demos. Um, are way better than Focus. Um, I mean, now I'm a big fan of Atheist. I love, like, the my favorite death stuff is the more progier stuff, but Focus generally didn't really grab me until, in Cynic in general, until I heard those demos. And, like, I'm not a person that's like, the demos are better, but, like, Cynic is the one example. Uh, where I absolutely think the demo stuff they did was like better than everything else they did after. Uh, is there any demo stuff that you prefer to a band's like a full release or EP or something? Uh, let me know. Uh, peace out.
0: So okay, I, I will check out the Cynic demos. Uh, I got I got enough time in my life that I can I can carve out a you know thirty minutes to listen to those and see see how I feel about it because boy I really I really don't like Cynic at all. Um, it is just, it is not for me. So the demos would have to, that's the thing is like, the, it's not just that the demos would have to be better because I, I think Cynic is good at what they're doing. It's just that they would have to be like qualitatively different on many levels for me to connect with it. So I'm not holding out a whole lot of hope that I'll,
1: I'll like it, but it I'll it, check it out. Yeah. You know, I might've, I, it would not surprise me that they're better. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean. It, that that doesn't actually surprise me. Sure. I, I I think I would be more interested to see in uh like like figuring out listening to what Cynic listening to Cynic trying to figure out what it is they wanted to play. Sure, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Sure. Yeah, that could be more interesting, you know, potentially. Yeah.
0: So I'm thinking of demos that I like more than like official studio releases. So a few things come to mind. Uh, most of it is within like the hardcore realm. I'm not going to say that I like it better per se, but I will say the, before the Coral demos of, uh, of like age of Quarrel are, you could make a strong argument that that's, those are maybe the superior recordings of those songs. Um, they're a little bit raw. also like notoriously, uh, JJ's voice, like he had like a cold when they recorded Age of Quarrel, and evidently it's different. Also like uh, the, the bass, the bass tones are a little bit more muted on AOQ, as opposed to the stuff on the before the quarrel demos. And I think if I remember correctly, I think that I heard the before the quarrel versions of those songs before I heard age of quarrel. Cause I downloaded that stuff back in the limewire days, the Napster days and stuff. So I'm pretty sure that's the, that, that was my introduction to cro really. Um, so like in particular, there's like a, like show you like the, the, uh, the before the quarrel, like demo version of like uh, show you no mercy is definitely like my preferred version of that song. Um, there's a couple versions of from that demo that I'm like, yeah, I think if push comes to shove, these are my preferred versions. I think you could also make the argument for a lot of that late '80s, mid to late '80s New York hardcore stuff. Uh, I think some of those demos are like the definitive releases. Now, some of those bands never did anything beyond a demo, so there's that. But I think some of those demos are like the kind of definitive versions. Like again, I think you could make uh, you could make uh, uh, an argument for the Raw Deal demo being like the definitive. Piece of music that that group of people uh, created. I think you could make a similar argument for the Outburst demo. I love the Outburst seven inch that came after it too. I don't know that I would say that objectively, but the Outburst demo I think is probably more widely lauded and maybe maybe what I go to more frequently than the than like the seven inch. Um, so yeah, I think there's a there's a few examples of that in like particularly in like mid to late eighties New York hardcore. The, the demos did, are like the you, release. I wasn't
1: paying that much attention because I was looking something else up uh-huh. did you mention breakdown yeah breakdown sure
0: yeah yeah yeah. yeah I mean I was just lumping that in with that yeah I,
1: I was trying to think of like some death metal demos because I think yeah. there's a lot of still thinking about cynic I, I think that there's quite a few bands that were more into I, I can't think of any off the top of my head that were more interesting to me as a demo version of a death metal album than mm-hmm. like when they fully kind of like where they went later on. Sure. A, an example of that, that even though it, the first release is is under the name Deicide, like that first, you know, the first self-titled Deicide release is basically just re-recordings of the Amanda you know, songs that mm-hmm. they, they wrote. And um, uh, the first two Deicide records are really good. So I'm not going to say I like those better than like, right. you know, that, but like the songs on the self-title, self-titled Deicide record, mm-hmm. I mean, that's a really, that, that's a, that's a good fucking record. For sure. Um, and it's way better than pretty much anything after Legion. Yeah, for sure. would um, definitely agree Like, with I that. just listened to Once Upon a Cross not too long ago because it has a sort of s- uh, sweet spot in my brain because mm-hmm. it's, it's funny. Sure. Um, but it, it's not that great of an album. And, you know, The Aside's pretty spotty after the uh, basically after Legion, yeah, yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, so I think D- I,
0: oh no, no, it, no, Morbid Angel's playing here soon. I was like, I think Deicide's playing here
1: soon. No, 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 it's, no, not Deicide. It's not Morbid Angel. Cannibal Corpse and Immolation. No, no, there's a Morbid Angel show coming up too. Oh, really? oh they are. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Um, but um, yeah, I, I, I break down obviously in hardcore. Um, I, I there's got to be some some death metal demos that I like better than the, uh, you know, the later stuff. But mm-hmm. um, I'm kind of drawing a blank right
0: now. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of like some some. Oh, I this is this is uh, this is gay as hell. But um, the the Death Cab for Cutie demo material is better than I think any of the records. The um, you can play these songs with chords era Death Cab stuff is like my preferred version. They get a little after Transatlanticism. They get pretty uh, pretty polished and like are veering more into mainstream indie indie rock stuff. Whereas I think uh, you can play these songs with chords like sticks pretty close to the, the the sweet spot of kind of uh, jangly, not quite emo, kind of slow slowcorey '90s indie rock stuff that I I really like. So there's another example. I like the Death Cab demo stuff way more than any of the records, and it's really the only material there's that uh, that I like actively revisit. So there's there's definitely examples uh, other than the ones that I listed, but there those are a few. Um, all right, what's uh, what's next?
3: Hey, what's up, guys? I had a uh, funny life. I'm just holding down a uh, smoked-out vibe down here near Knoxville, Tennessee. Um, recently, I was just watching some YouTube videos, and I was just, you know, nightly YouTube browsing. And uh, I was watching this video this guy do a bunch of cool shit in the woods, and he was building shit. And I went to his channel, and I was scrolling through it. And then I see this video titled, Rip My Beautiful Wife and i just said god damn it and uh i i don't really know if that changed my view of the videos or whatnot but i thought it was pretty funny and of course i went and gave the uh the video watch but yeah fuck yourselves as usual
0: well, it's good to know that there are people still holding down the smoked out vibe out there. I don't want anybody to ever forget smoked out vibes. <laughs> I hope that is, I hope that's a memorable, as memorable a part of the demolition canon for our listeners as it is for me. Cause i think about the phrase i no exaggeration i think about the phrase smoked out vibes probably once every few days and how that is one of the most egregious things to ever be put into print (laughs) like someone earnestly saying this band brings a smoked out vibe yeah i can't believe it happened i can't believe it passed editorial i can't believe it passed the lips of a living human but beyond that um, yeah, so the individual in question with the, the RIP My Beautiful Wife video, again, uh, cr- a critical part of the demolition canon and lore at this part, point, um, he uh, he's making videos again. Uh, he's back at it. So it seems like he said, enough of this. I can't mourn forever. It's been two months. She's dead. She's buried. She's in the ground. She's up in heaven. It's time to get back to making YouTube videos. It's time to get back to stealth camping. And so I'm glad to see he's back out there doing what he loves. What else are you going to do? Doing what the. Hey, in, indeed. What else are you going to do? Are you going to sit around crying into your hands forever? He's back out there camping, stealth camping on roundabouts, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, good for him, man. I'm glad that you discovered his channel. I'm glad that he's working through the death of his wife in a productive way by creating top quality content for everybody out there. What are you watching?
1: This is a tribute to Steve Wallace and his "R.I.P. My Beautiful Wife" video. This is somebody else's tribute to them. Yeah.
0: Okay, <laughs> I don't think we need to. <laughs> I don't think we need to watch that. At least not on He's air. Since on a it's camp a camp chair in the woods. Since it's a visual. Since that's a. Since what you're doing is fully See, here's visual. Thing, here's the thing, though.
1: Uh-huh. You we could just hit pause. Uh huh. No one would know the difference. We can watch this guy give a tribute to "R.I.P. My Beautiful Wife." Uh huh. And then we can pick up like nothing happened
0: would that enhance the show at all it doesn't matter because it doesn't exist to them i guess but we could also just listen to the last message here and then wrap it up and then we could watch the tribute to to steve's beautiful wife
1: all right well Uh, okay
0: so so we got one from will it does seem to go 24 seconds over the 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 demo listen limit, the demo we'll, limit.
1: We'll see if he makes it his point in uh, in a minute 30.
0: Yeah. See if he needs that final yeah. 24 seconds. If he does, if he ends up needing it, you know, we can all just uh, we can listen to the whole thing. I'll cut off the 24 seconds and I'll abbreviate any ideas encapsulated in that last 24 well, seconds. We can
1: just stop. I'll stop it at 30 and we can read the text of voice.
0: Uh, yeah, which, which is always incredibly accurate. All right, listen, let's listen to this.
4: Hey, it's Will. I've been listening to the X to Grind, 80s Mosh Madness, which for anyone that doesn't know, they take a list of 80s hardcore records and put them up against each other in brackets. In each episode, they talk about four albums, which is two matchups. Then they post polls and people vote on them. The last one was Jerry's Kids, Is This My World Against Big Boys, Lullabies Help the Brain, and COC's Animosity Up Against Murphy's Law, Back with the Bong. I've listened to all the albums multiple times for each episode. I hadn't heard Back with the Bong since I was like 15 or 16, first getting into hardcore. I remembered a couple of the tracks, but back then it didn't grab me. So I thought now that I'm old, maybe I'll hear it differently. So all the Axe to Grind guys, they really love that album. I'm not saying I think it sucks, but in the same way it didn't grab me when I was a kid, it doesn't grab me now after like five full listens. And isn't just the topics like I don't consume weed or beer, but if I thought the music was sick, I wouldn't care about the lyrics. Um, and I don't care that I feel differently than the Axe to Grind guys or anyone else on the planet. It's just not interesting to me. Not that it matters for my question, but of all those albums, I, I love the Jerry's Kids. The Big Boys is really cool. I like tracks off the COC, but I don't think I would ever need to revisit the Murphy's Law. So as I was reflecting on not feeling an album that many consider, I guess, a classic or highly influential, which I, I won't, not even to debate the influential part, but I guess as a demo listen exercise, not specifically the Murphy's Law album, although it might be, but can you think of a hardcore album that a ton of other people hold in high regard that you don't care about it at all. Not saying you think it sucks necessarily, but it just never appealed to you. These are the types of albums that like, people act outraged if you say you don't like it. Um, I also think that Chris from Golden Guitar God uh, rocks with back with a bong and has been on many quests for herb.
0: Later. Okay, so because we're the gods of our own world, we broke our own rule here because I'm just going to say, I, I would say that Will is... Probably one of the most, if not the most erudite and articulate caller that we have Um, always has uh, thought provoking calls. Although, you know, we we have other equally equally erudite and articulate callers, I would say, but we just don't we haven't heard from them in a while. Right. And I, I had the pleasure of meeting Will recently sick fucking dude like him a lot he rolled out to to fort wayne for a show at the bug house mm-hmm. like a couple months ago and uh, i thought this was actually a, a pretty uh, a pretty compelling message with uh, some interesting thoughts in here so i recently listened to that extra grind 80s mosh madness episode two i i i Stay mostly up to date with that podcast, and uh, sometimes my my opinions overlap with theirs. Sometimes they don't. They almost never overlap with Pat's on eighties uh, hardcore because that's a man whose whose tastes like um, are are anathema to me in many instances when it comes to like punk and hardcore. Bob and I typically tend to align quite a lot, but their love for Murphy's Law um, is is like they champion that band in a way that I've never seen anybody else champion them, and Will, I I am still and have always been in the exact same space as you are. I was exposed to Murphy's Law early on, too. Like, when I did my deep dive into New York hardcore of that era, when I was downloading Age of Quarrel and when I was getting fucking Crumb Suckers and Leeway and Breakdown and Raw Deal and all of that stuff, Murphy's Law was in there. And even as a kid, like a 16-year-old kid, it did not resonate with me. Um, even even pre-Straight Edge Me, uh, the, it didn't, didn't resonate with me. And like you, regardless of the lyrical content, if the music was good enough, it would stand on its own. I, I don't give a shit that it's about smoking weed and doing panty raids and stuff. Um, the recent episode had me thinking, hey, maybe I should revisit this again and try. But I think I try that record like once every two or three years just to see like if, if something will click for me and it's yet to happen. Uh, I haven't given it a shot this year. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm, I'm finally in the headspace to to consume it in the way that it's meant to be consumed. But yeah, Murphy's Law has always missed me too. I get it. I don't think it sucks at all. It's just. Um. It's never. It's just never appealed to me. Uh. For whatever reason, I. I just don't think it's particularly compelling. I would imagine you probably occupy the same space on that.
1: Yeah, I don't. I I don't give a shit about Murphy's Law. Yeah. Um, to his other question, um, hardcore records that horror albums that a ton of people hold in high regard that you don't care about at all yeah every converge record i was gonna say i
0: knew i knew before you ever uttered it you were gonna say converge
1: yeah yeah i mean every converge record and um well we were just talking tonight like i was asked the question like what's yesterday like what's the what my favorite straight edge record of all time is or the best straight edge band i think it was yes yeah best straight edge band and um i was like well the first thing i thought was well minor threat yeah and as I was like, well, you can't say minor threat. I'm like, okay. Um and I I really struggled to answer that because I suddenly realized I actually don't care about any of them. Sure, yeah. And I I, th- I thought about that today. It's like, yeah, youth of Day- today is fine. I never listen to those records anymore, like of my own volition. I'm never like, you know what? I'm gonna put on I'm gonna put on a Youth of Today record while yeah. I'm driving around. Yeah. Never. Yeah, and I, and I, as
0: we we talked about it before we started recording, I'm definitely in the opposite. I mean, that stuff is like about as near and dear to my heart as as you can get. And specifically, we're not in this alone. By Youth of Today is is got to be one of my most listened to records of all time, and I revisit that stuff with uh with a high degree of frequency. But yeah, but that's a good example for sure.
1: You know, like like yeah, and, and I probably would have said you know I totally would have felt totally about different Youth of Today twenty years ago. Yeah. Um, I guess maybe I'm uh, I'm glowing up. Yeah, <laughs>
0: I don't know if that's a glow up. I <laughs> don't think that's a glow up. I
1: don't think that's a glow up. You don't no. think it's a glow up that don't get fired up about straight edge anymore? No, I don't think that's a glow up. Okay. Uh, I think it is. I don't think. So. I think that. I think that by the time you're my age, uh-huh. you better not be getting fired up about straight edge. <laughs> Depends.
0: I think. I think you're allowed. I think you're allowed one to two instances, circumstantial instances per year, where you can get fired up about it.
1: I, I'm gonna say at least as Indiana straight edge Kurgan. Uh-huh. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna debate you there.
0: Well, we can we can fucking we can uh, we can clash for that. Yeah, you're not. We, so we so can we can put sword on sword to
1: debi- decide that debate. So I'm gonna say that probably. A a lot of those classic records at least now sure i love them because of what they are right. but i don't listen to them and i don't like like they don't intrigue me or interest me musically anymore period yeah so um so yeah I, so that's probably anathema yeah that's that that's that's a good example for you for sure not a good
0: example for a a a, a person of sound mind but um so yeah I'm, I'm struggling to think of one off the top of my head that like that really clicks with me um, as like being like a standout example of this. Uh, I'm sure that every hate breed record, I don't care about. Oh, sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I fucking love hate breed. Um, let me think that, so I don't know what the consensus. Oh, oh actually I got, I got one. Any chromax material after age of coral, actually, this is a good
1: one. Yeah. But, but are there people out there that are like, you know, Oh yeah, dude. Oh yes.
0: Big time. There are at the very least huge proponents of best wishes. And I, so I did this exercise actually very recently, like within the last eight to nine months, I wanna say. And this is another one. Every couple years, I do this. I, I listen to like all of the stuff, at least that is considered by others to be still quintessential Chromax material. So I'll listen to, I'll listen to like best wishes and uh, Alpha Omega. And so, um yeah, dude, like, I don't... It just, like, Death Camps, the opening track to Best Wishes, a banger for sure, but way too fucking long. And that's the thing. There are riffs all over that record, but there is no editing. No editing at all. It's like the songs are six fucking minutes long. There's way too much going on. There's way too much heavy metal fuckery. You know, Age of Coral is, to me, an all-time fucking record. I can put that on anytime. Mm-hmm. I am always psyched to hear it. I think it is, like one of the it's, it is a top five example of of hardcore like it is it's unassailable to me like it's it's so fucking good
1: yeah yeah i mean that would be a record for me where somebody somebody who said they were in the hardcore was like i i don't like that record like not that they don't care about it right but they actively don't, don't like it yeah, that would be confounding what the fuck yeah yes exactly And I think
0: anything after that, I am just I'm at best ambivalent towards and in some instances straight up think isn't good. Best wishes, though, I think is the one that is most commonly like, no, that record's also really good. And like, no matter how many times I sit with it, no matter how many riffs on it stand out to me as definite rippers as a record. It just is like I never, ever put it on unless I am actively trying to make myself understand it and like. Uh it just so yeah, there that there that's the most prominent example I can think of for me. And and particularly I think in recent times there's been a lot more lift lip service paid to post age of quarrel um Chromag stuff. Because when I was a kid, that was the record, you know, and I, I don't think anybody that I grew up with ever even pretended to care about anything other than Age of Coral. Um, But in the last 10 years or so, the post Age of Coral stuff has gotten a lot of shine. And good for them. I mean, I'm stoked that people celebrate their catalog. And this, I think it fits your criteria perfectly because I don't think it's bad at all. Um, But it just, it does, it does very, very little for me. So there you go.
1: Yeah, and there's certainly loads of stuff that would be considered classic now that came out in the early aughts and stuff. Uh I don't give a shit about oh yeah sure and probably like i I actively don't like hate breed yeah i tried to like converge in the 90s yeah don't like them now don't want to fucking hear them period yeah right and then there's a lot of that like classics classic stuff Uh right like the, the stuff that i would rather hear a nose trimmer playing for three minutes yeah sure right yes that like you know yeah i just whatever the American nightmares of the world. Oh my God, don't even, no, no, absolutely not that fucking bad. Yeah. Okay. no. <laughs> the,
0: okay, um, the modern life is wars Ugh. of the world, <laughs> yeah, sure. Right. There is a ton of stuff from that era that is, yeah, for sure. And I, I think there's a ton of stuff from that era that even, even stuff that I liked when I was growing up, because I was right in that age bracket, it's, um, I, cause I, I, this is, this is kind of, uh, germane because I, there was a kid, Tristan, a local kid who's younger and plays in a couple local hardcore bands, um, said something on Instagram about how there's like no good hardcore from the two thousands. And I was like, boy, you yeah. are, you are very wrong about that. So I made him a, a playlist of a lot of stuff from that era. But as I was going through and revisiting stuff that in my mind, I still remembered as being c- classic or formative for me. I was going back and revisiting. And I was like, ah, this is no good. <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean? It this exists is, in a moment. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. So there would be a lot of of records from the like the peak, uh, like bridge nine years Mm. that were for sure formative for me and now do very little for me, but are undeniably held in high regard by by a lot of my contemporaries still. Mm So I I could actually probably think of like dozens and dozens of examples of of that, especially if we're thinking of records um, in the last 20 years that Mm -hmm. are are now classics, you know. So, uh, okay, we got (laughs) one one text message. Well, on my way to work today, I passed some sort of motorcycle club event, and I just wanted to say that motorcycle clubs are some of the gayest shit ever. <laughs> I would have to concur with that for sure. Um, you know, And unless we have any MC listeners, in which case I respect what you do and I have no beef with it. And
1: I think that the house just up the street from here, uh, I think, is like a low-key MC house. Oh, really? Um, I almost never see any vehicles there. Yeah. But when I do... Mm-hmm. It's the Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. 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 And sure. like the other day there was like a dude with a Harley parked on the sidewalk and this guy's like all decked out in like his costume. Yeah. And it was an outlaw's it was an outlaws, you know, oh word patch in the back. Sure. So, um, and uh he's like mowing the lawn and he's like sixty five. Yeah, man. I mean, dude,
0: what are what are, what are you doing, man? What well, are you
1: doing? You're stuck. Yeah, oh, well, for
0: sure. There does come a time when you are absolutely stuck. Like, like shit.
1: you're stuck. Like, like I, a few years ago, I was home, and you know, went out for breakfast. My dad and I went out for breakfast with an old friend of my dad's. Yeah, um, you know, I he's been around my entire childhood. Right, Vietnam vet buddy of my dad's, and he's an MC guy. No, he's not. But like my, my dad knows you know, like like I, I can remember going to biker parties when I was a kid. Yeah, sure. Which maybe is a good thing. Probably not a good thing. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> you know. But there's worse things too, I guess. But like there was the, nothing bad ever happened. Sure. And they were fun. You get rowdy and stuff. Of course. And my dad wasn't a biker, but he hung out with those guys. Yeah. And um and this guy wasn't a biker, but his son had just joined the pagans. Oh, okay. And uh and He's talking about how you know this his boy joined the pagans and so forth and uh and but then like in the next breath yeah he started to use um some very direct language about how much he hates certain demographics of people because Mm -hmm. they're always up to no good Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. But the but, but the pagans are but a wholesome just, organization. My boy just joined the pagans. And <laughs> I, I was Christ. like, I'm not even going to bother. Like, I've known this guy yeah. my whole life. Sure. Like, yeah, whatever. Of course. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm not going to bother, like, pointing out the obvious contradiction here. Right. Yeah. So I'm going to enjoy my pancakes. Sure. Yeah.
0: Because that's the, that's the correct course right? of action,
1: for sure. Right. <laughs> you ain't changing anybody's <laughs> but, mind. Yeah. He's talking. So, so like, you know, long story short. Yeah. Um, He's still with the pagans. Uh-huh. But he's also still not—he's—he's um, he's no longer legally allowed to to leave um, a small room. <laughs> yeah, sure. Right, or right. ride his motorcycle, and he's going to be stuck there for a long time. I think.
0: I think. I think the thing about that with like—so once you're in, you're in. I think with any street gang stuff, like we we clown on like adults being in gangs and stuff. I want to say specifically that more for me uh, applies to adults who actively seek to join gangs. Yeah. I have a lot more sympathy for people who start young because that stuff becomes such an integral part of your social life and it becomes a, a very parasitic sort of like support network oh. too, in which a lot is asked of you, but also oftentimes those are the people that bail you out if you're in a tough situation, they ra- they rally together and give you money when your fucking house gets foreclosed on or whatever, and well, it becomes increasingly difficult to get out of that.
1: I was just gonna- to say more than that. They just kind of got you over a barrel.
0: They got you over a barrel in every sense, right? What are you gonna do?
1: Yeah. What are you gonna do? You're take? gonna go mow the lawn as a 65 year old man wearing your leather vest. Yeah. At a at this house that appears to be unoccupied except for like twice yeah. uh, twice a week. Right. Yeah. So
0: if we've got any younger listeners who may be enticed by the by the sparkle, the sheen, the shine, the intrigue offered up to you by a motorcycle gang or any other sort of street gang. Uh, don't do it. I wish,
1: I wish that they were like, like overt hellraisers, like overt murdering sons of bitches. It'd be cooler. Like, it would be. Yeah. Cool. It'd be <laughs> like, cooler. You, know, like, you hear the, you hear the mighty roar of those hogs. Yeah, and you know you better tuck and run.
0: Like you lock the fucking door.
1: Yep. Yeah, I would Here have come. The hogs lock the doors. I
0: would have a lot more respect for right? it, for sure. If yeah. they were like out there on full display, there's nothing. There is absolutely nothing like surreptitious or behind the scenes. Right. It's just like, we're out here to raise hell, hell kill, maim, pillage, right. burn. <laughs> right. It's like, okay, man, but, like, fucking like, hats oh, off, dude. Oh, oh shit. Here, here, here they, they fucking come. Yeah, as if it, like, if it's a Mad Max scenario, Yeah, you know, where it's just like, get inside
1: now. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> you know and then I mean? when they go by, then yeah. you can could, you could come back out because then it'll be like... All right. There's still a little bit of there's still a little bit of chaos in the sure, world. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. Right. right yeah. And uh, in the
0: same way that I I wish that there were panthers prowling the streets and yeah, stuff. Yeah. You know? Right.
1: Yeah. It's just uh, you know, but instead, instead, you know, you hear those hogs. You know, it's just some fat idiot. Yeah. With a with a, with with like you know, it's just it's it's either it's it's almost it's almost always yeah a fat retired idiot. Sure. With uh you know the pudding cup mustache goatee thing going on.
0: Yeah, see, my my I think my big beef with that culture is that it's like it's undeniably gay and lame at this point in in time for sure. And it's dorky and corny and played the fuck out, but also like crossing that group of people can still conceivably get you stabbed or shot or at least beaten up fairly badly. And that sort of duality of both of those things coexisting simultaneously really annoys me. Well, there's
1: there, there's there's it, a there's a biker bar here in town mm-hmm. um, over near the cemetery where I rock my dog. Yeah. And it's called bootleggers. Yeah. 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 And they that. they, always, no, fly, they, they it, always fly the thin blue line flag.
0: Yeah, it's just like, what are you doing, dude? Yeah, yeah so that's that's the—I think that's the thing that really annoys me—is like, look, if there's gonna be even a slight chance that you might shoot or stab me or whatever, then be fucking cool at least. Right. Be cool and scary and be. Intimidating hell riders. Don't right. be fat sixty five year olds with a Blue Lives Matter flag who also might still stab you. Right. That sucks. Yeah. That's such a shitty well, play style. Yeah, occupy. but they
1: probably won't stab They them.
0: probably won't. But I'm just saying the fact that there's even any danger in like calling those people what they are. Right. You know right. what I mean? I,
1: yeah, I I see what I what I want is yeah, just like Complete agents of chaos. Yes. With so little regard for life, even their own, that right. they're willing to throw it away for on sure. any given day yeah, just to ride their Harley down the street and randomly shoot at people. Yeah, exactly. Like, life is
0: so meaningless to right. them. Right, yes. Right? Yeah. Yes, that's the only way in which I could feel like, you know what, biker gangs. Like,
1: fuck, there's a goddamn
0: motorcycle, quick. Hi. Yeah, 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 then, pretty cool. Yeah. As it stands, not cool at all.
1: No, no, and, and like, I also like how... uh I like how there's this sort of unspoken expectation that you're supposed to, like, admire and respect the bike. (laughs) Yeah, 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 for sure. Man, look at that machine. Yeah, dude. I don't give a fuck. Absolutely not. Right? No. What are you talking about? It's a piece (laughs) of shit. Harley Davis even even has to make, they even have to have, like, a suboptimal engine design so it makes that classic Harley sound. For sure. But they have to run, like, shit in yeah. order to do it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. God, how fucking lame. And, like, you ride a motorcycle. I was watching a guy ride a motorcycle the other day on my way to work on the highway by himself. Yeah. It's like, you know, fucking seven, just just cresting daylight. Yeah. And, and I'm like, you know what, who—you know what— Fuck you! <laughs> you took your own life in your hands, yes. riding basically what is what is effectively a death machine yeah. down the road. Nobody should show you any more respect.
0: Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. If you're gonna do that, you better
1: be spraying like, and like, like, at a playground. Like seriously. Like, if you if, if if you decided to like push a stroller, <laughs> right? Yeah. Down the side of the road. Uh huh. Not with, not even with a baby. Yeah, you know, but just push a stroller, uh-huh. right? So you're catching eyes. Yeah, what the fuck? Somebody's pushing a stroller. Right, this fucking idiot. Yeah, that's how you should be about a motorcycle. What are you <laughs> fucking stupid? <laughs> yeah, there's I, a I agree. thirty ton truck on all sides of you. Yeah. And you're going down the road. Is this be aware? Motorcyclists are everywhere. Well, maybe they fucking shouldn't be. See, that's the other thing too. Like I said, everybody's fucking everywhere (laughs) for sure. My car is
0: everywhere. Yeah, no, dude, that's the other thing too. It's like they they simultaneously want to be like criminal outlaws, but also respect our lives. It's just like, dude fuck you you can't
1: i'm exceptional because i decided to ride this motorcycle and you better pay attention and look out for me yeah you you you
0: can't be you can't be the criminal element and also want to be respected and and uh and like have your lives like have you you
1: you can you can you can't ride a motorcycle and expect to be respected yeah yeah you're here agreed Yes, for sure. Right? Yeah, like, a, there you go. That's like, the title like, of the episode. <laughs> just, you know, like, just ride a motorcycle. Admit you look like a fucking idiot. Cool. It's another fucking stupid hobby. Yeah. Who gives a shit? You'll probably die, and then it will be like, well, golly, how'd he die at such a young age? Because he's driving like a fucking nitwit. Yeah.
0: Oh, what a tragedy. Right. He did He did a high-risk behavior, and it killed him. Wow. Wow, what a tragic wow. turn of let, events. let me shed another tear. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you fucking retards. I know.
0: Uh, okay, well, that's a good place to end it. If you want to call and leave us a message or shoot us a text message that will inspire 20 minutes of hate-filled ranting, um, you can uh, you can leave us a message at 260 8341. At least I'm pretty sure that's, uh, that's the, the number. Yeah, two 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 eight three four one. Just make sure it's a minute and a half or under, I guess, unless you will and have something really interesting to say. Um, beyond that, thanks to everybody who, uh, who tunes in on a weekly basis. Thanks to everybody who tells your friends about the show, and uh, we'll catch you next week.